Hey, this is Abby with Midwest Honor Flight. Congratulating Talking Lead on 300 and many more. Yeah, I'm about to piss my pants. <laughs> All right, Leadhead, we are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. And that was a familiar voice to you guys. Coming to you from the heartland of America, it's fellow Leadhead and good buddy Nick Dooley. Nick, welcome in. How we doing, bud? Glad to be back. Glad you could make it back, man. You've been uh, You've been busy lately. Oh yeah, we've been we've been trucking around a little bit. We're only on about five states in the last month, so I've been I've been going too fast. Man, you've been making the stops. I saw a post earlier today that your good buddy Jacob posted. Uh, he was helping some handicapped uh, servicemen and women. <laughs> yep, yep, that was that was glorious. We we did have one on the uh, you know on the injured list that was there, and then uh, apparently just because one of us happens to have slight hearing loss. That being you, <laughs> you know, you know, just a little bit. Got to wear that ear pro, man. That's why they make it. Exactly. That's why we sell silencers. That's right, and that's why Dooley Defense, in honor of the Talking Lead 300th episode celebration of giveaways, has put up a 22 silencer for you lead heads. Tell them what they got to do to be eligible for that. You know, again, this this isn't super hard. All you guys got to do is make a post to social media. And then do the hashtag T or TL for talking lead. So TL Freedom Cast. And then a post a picture of what freedom means to you. Tag talking lead and duly defense in the photo, and you're entered. I mean, that's pretty easy. And also, that is my new favorite hashtag to follow on Instagram. The pictures <laughs> that come up are just amazing. So there was one that I thought was priceless. I can't remember who posted it, uh, but it was uh, it's probably their daughter. It was a little girl. And I guess it was during the 4th of July. And she's oh, like, with the sparklers? Got a sparkler. And yeah. I mean, that's like something you'd see on like the cover of Time magazine or something. I mean, it was just like <laughs> the perfect, you know, perfect conditions and everything. It looked, it looked great. But yes, that is one of the giveaways that we are doing. And as we've mentioned in the previous episodes, you got to do all the, the participating and all the giveaways to be eligible for any of them. So the, the flashlights that were given away from ASP. The t- was it the XTDF? Is that what it's called? Yes, the XTDF, which is dual fuel flashlight kits. We've given one of those away. We're giving away three. I'm going to give another one away this episode, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but the winner took part in all of our giveaways. So they took part in our hashtag TL Freedom Cast. They took part in the hashtag ASP Gear. They've taken part in the TL Glock. They've taken part in, what's the other one that we're doing? The Modern Spartan Systems. We just announced that one last episode. So we've, we're giving away a Modern Spartan Systems uh, cleaning and lubrication kit that they have, along with a bottle of TVT engine oil additive. 
great stuff. You've heard me talk about it in the past. I use it in all our vehicles and anything that I got an engine here at the at the lead quarters. Uh, they're giving away two of those. So we're going to be giving away two of those. Uh, I think I gave I gave away all the 1776 United gift cards, didn't I? Didn't I do that last episode? Yes, you did. Thought I did. Um, so we don't have any more of those to give away. Uh, I'm going to give away one of those Glock $75 um, gift cards to their e-store today. That, that'll leave us with two more of those to give away. And we're going to do something different for the next two of those. So this is just for the first one where you got to go and post who you nominate for the pilot of Lead Force, Lead Force One. So just asking you to put up a picture of whoever you nominate. I think you put up one today, didn't you, Nick? Yeah, yeah, sure did. So tell them what you did to to do for that post to be eligible for that gift card. So so for that, that was, was really wasn't that hard. I went through and I thought about people that would be worthy of flying Lead Force One. You know, for the the Talking Lead Brigades, you know, Hall of Honors or Lead Force One, where we go through and you know put up people who have really done a lot for our country or our society as we know it. And I went, hey, Joe Foss would be a great dude for this. We'll talk more about it later. Yep. So I put a post up on social media. With a picture of them, and then I did a little explanation, and then I put hashtag TL300, hashtag TL Glock, and then I sent it in after I had tagged Talking Lead. And tagging, to explain to people what tagging is, Nick. Some people don't know what tagging means. Well, tagging is more than a game we played on the playground <laughs> you know, where, where you run up and touch someone. This or is the, the nut tag it. game. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> As we I did on the... Where you, I didn't say where you had to touch them, <laughs> but uh, no. When when it comes Locker to social media, how, how we would do this is you you type that little what we all call the at symbol, or if somebody doesn't know what that is, that's the A with the circle around it. Is it ampersand also? Is it also known as the ampersand, or is that a different one? Or is that the hashtag? I think that's a different one. That might be the hashtag. Never mind. So what he said. So so, so the at symbol, you 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 do that. So on a normal keyboard, it'd be like shift number two. And then type their name or whatever their handle, however you call it. Like is. talking lead is just that that at. symbol at T A L K I N G L E A D, all one word. And then yeah. usually it'll pop up with something that'll say, "Hey, you know that's talking lead's logo. I got the right one." Or I think we might have a blue check mark or something like that that helps uh, let you know that we're the original. But anyway, that's how you do that. So with Glock. You, you tagged Glock, you tagged Talking Lead, you did the proper hashtag, hashtag TL Glock, hashtag TL 300, and that got, your, that got you eligible um, for that giveaway, but you also did all the other ones. So there you go. Now, you know you can't win the suppressor. I know. <laughs> you, you I, I figured that. <laughs> Nor can Marnie. You know, ne- neither one of you can. <laughs> nobody in your family can win that. Uh, but you can win the other stuff. You're eligible for all the other stuff. Well, that works. Just like it never hurts to have more participation. Just like the CP33 pistol that Chad at Caltech put up for us to give away, he's not eligible for that, but he's eligible for all the other stuff. Even though Chad, if you're listening, you haven't done any of the other ones. Hint, hint. <laughs> but we do have some good participation from you leadheads, um, so I greatly appreciate that. But make sure you're doing them all, and you understand that you have to do them all to be able to win one. Except for that uh, 1776 gift card, I was just giving those away. The leddies, I'm just giving those away at random. Uh, we've got some talking leddies that uh, I had custom made from Danny over at Dipstick Hydrographics with uh, the 300 logo that I did custom. I got like three different logos. You got one of those, didn't you, Nick? 
Yep, we sure did. Yeah, it's you uh, it, I, I actually just clean, washed it. It's in the drying rack right now. Otherwise, I'd be having something cold in it right now. <laughs> That's no excuse. Shake that sucker out. Put a little alcohol in it, and it's sterilized. You're all set. Put that bourbon in there. I mean, um, you're not wrong. But uh, that's what we're doing. That's our giveaways. Go back to the previous episodes. I go into details on all of them there. Uh, we've got a lot of show to, to do today, so I want to get to it. Uh, but if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, make sure you go back. We had uh, good buddies and sponsors of the show, Modern Spartan Systems. Marcus Kahn was on, and he introduced us to a, uh, a very worthwhile nonprofit organization called Camp Patriot, uh, Micah Clark over there and uh it's it's an organization that i think you guys if you're interested in helping our our wounded disabled veterans uh, it's it's an awesome organization they they do some great outdoor adventures uh and nick this week nick has brought along a friend of his to talk about another very worthwhile and uh awesome organization that's helping our veterans especially the the older generations and uh, I want you guys to be aware of this organization, too, because once I heard about what they were doing, I was like, hell yeah, this is this is awesome. This is definitely something that we can get behind as well. So, uh, Nick, you want to introduce your, your friend? Yep. Uh, well, we finally got time worked out here uh, to get my friend Abby Bartosh on. Abby is uh, on the board of directors for Midwest Honor Flight. And I can let Abby talk about what it is that, that they do and their mission statement they have. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna let Abby talk all about that. Welcome into the Talking Lead Podcast, Abby. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Midwest Honor Flight is a division of the larger organization. It's, it's Honor Flight. Correct. Yep, uh, we're part of several hubs across the U.S. Uh, Honor Flight Network, and we take care of World War II, uh, Korean, and Vietnam War vets from South Dakota. Northwest Iowa, Northeast Nebraska, and Southwest Minnesota. Very cool. So you leadheads that are in that area, and actually, I mean, I mean, even if you're in other areas, but you know vets that are over there, um, Midwest specifically handles that area of the country. Now, there are other ones throughout the United States. So you can go to honorflight, is it .org? I've yep. got it right MidwestHonorFlight.org is ours, and then it's uh, – the national link is honorflight.org. Yeah, honorflight.org. Yep. So uh, we want to talk more about that. Uh, we're going to get more details from, from Abby on this awesome uh, organization, Honor Flight, Midwest Honor Flight. Uh, but first, we've got to take care of some jack wagons. I hear that jack wagon train rolling in, Nick. You know, you know I hear him coming, so why don't we have Gunny come in and bring him in so we can load him up and get him out of here. That's right. Spank them and send them on their way. Hoorah, Semperfy, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So, all right, the train has station. <laughs> and uh, uh, true to form, I like to go with our guests first. So, And, Abby, you feel free to take part in this as much as you want to. I know you you weren't prepared for the Jack Wagon train, <laughs> uh, but I think we've got enough for all of us here to... Uh, to take care of some. So, Nick, won't you go first? And who's your who's your first jack wagon? Well, my first jack wagon uh, probably goes to a group of people, but uh, the main thing with this is, guys, stop writing letters to the ATF to see if this is o- this is okay. Amen. Because just just like with the uh, the sig braces from a couple years ago, when it was 
well, is it okay if I shoulder this or what's the deal with this? And they keep changing their mind on it. If there's an opinion letter issued on something, we don't need to revisit it 700 times, as which has just happened on some of the overall length of an AR pistol and whether or not you can have a vertical foregrip on it. Now, that could be an hour-and-a-half-long show in and of itself as we go over boring legalese stuff. Well, we've, we've actually done a show on it. You know, we've, talked, yep. we've touched on it on a couple of different shows. And an AOL, any other weapon, is, you know, there's a category for that, but then there's also one where you can put a vertical grip on it. And if yep, and that's where you... The, you have the just the, the firearm. Go yep, ahead and talk about it. So, according to the federal government, the definition of it, this comes from the... the you know, National Firearms Act of 1934, they put a limit of if the overall le- length of the firearm is more than 26 inches, then it is a firearm, and therefore it is not covet or you know some sort of special you know setup where it's not a short-barreled rifle, but it's not a a short-barreled shotgun, which is much like the Mossberg Shockwave or or you know any of those type of firearms where. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a short barrel shotgun. AR pistols that were over 26 inches in length a lot of times were considered in this bracket. But then you could add things like a vertical foregrip to it because you cannot put a vertical foregrip on a pistol because by its definition, a pistol is meant to be fired from one hand. So Even though you, when you train and you shoot, you are using two hands. Correct. Even, Nobody even shoots standing cowboy style <laughs> one hand. You, you, you are not wrong, but it's by definition. Yeah. You know, when you go back to this, when, when they made legal definitions for, for modern training practices almost 100 years ago, we, we get into some of this where it's, all right, well, that makes it. But when you go through and, and look at, well, this... Now you have this pistol, why do you have a, a vertical foregrip on the front of this if you're going to hold it back here by the pistol grip where the trigger is? Mm-hmm. That turns it into an AOW, which isn't any other weapon, which then needs a $5 tax stamp. Which is crazy. Just yes. Ridiculous. But then you get so into anyways, the SBRs, you know, you're talking about this overall oh, length, and you can get into SBRs and, you know, things like that. So, um and what we talked yep. about in the show is is this category that falls in between an SBR and a rifle. There's there's a category, and it's not an AO. It's not an AO. Any other w. way, an AOW. It's nope. it's it just firearm. a firearm, and it's yep. twenty six. It's like twenty six inches overall yep, it's length. A, it's a pistol that has an overall length of over twenty six inches, because if it's over twenty six inches in length, it is no longer effectively concealable in clothing. There you go. Is, right, is how they put that. Is bullshit. So. <laughs> Which is complete and utter bullshit. Because these people who are making these laws and writing these these laws and these rules have no idea. They don't even know what what half these. Uh, I'm going to say have 99.9 percent of the firearms out there even look like. You know they they don't they don't they don't have a clue. So uh, yeah, and uh, as these idiots, to your point, keep writing and questioning the ATF on these decisions. It's to the point where the ATF is saying, "Like, screw it, it's illegal." You know, I'll just we'll just make everything illegal. So stop it. It's the same thing that happened with the brace. You know, they kept going back and forth on the the pistol brace. What what is a brace? If you can shoulder it, if you can't shoulder it. Finally, they got you know we got it back to where it's okay to shoulder it. Uh, where are they at with that now? Is it still? So the this comes down to uh, every lawyer's favorite word: intent. Yeah. And uh, what what it is is if during the, when you 
when the firearm was constructed, if it was built and you put a brace on with the intent of putting the, of it being used to shoot one-handed or to aid in the single-handed firing of the firearm, then it would be considered a pistol. As long as you did not intend to use it as a stock, then it was fine. But if in positional shooting you it may touch your shoulder, that's okay. <laughs> Remember when it was like it, you could touch your cheek and it was okay, but it can't touch your shoulder. You know, and you'd see people doing these videos yep. with it on their cheek and just beating the crap out of their jaws. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So so stop it. Stop writing the ATF on these stupid opinion letters. Let them take somebody to court. Let somebody else, you know, be the guinea pig. And then they have to make a decision or ruling on it at that point. And I think actually that's what happened with the pistol braces. Somebody got sued. They took them to court and they won. The, I'm, I'm not, not the ATF, sure. but the, the civilian. Yeah, the, the individual won. You know, it was one of those that was We talked arbitrary. about it in a few. Yeah, we talked about it a few episodes back. So, um, anywho. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's, that's a great uh, Jack Wagon nomination there. Perfect. So I want to do an update on one that we did last week, and it had to do with uh, a city in Minnesota that was trying to uh, do away with the Pledge of Allegiance before their city council meetings. And uh, we, you know, we talked about that in in detail. So they got so much backlash from this that they reversed their ruling and they reinstated the Pledge of Allegiance. So, yay, a win for our team. There's a, a Fox News article on this. You guys can go and look it up. Uh, even Trump got involved with it. He did a, a tweet or something that said, The Pledge of Allegiance to our great country in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, is under siege. That is why I'm going to win the great state of Minnesota in the 2020 election. People are sick and tired of this stupidity and disloyalty to our wonderful USA. And isn't that where one of those... Uh, squad members is a, a senator or whatever from yeah but, representative uh Ilian omar or ho- however you say that the the one who apparently married her brother <laughs> i heard about that today too she supposedly to get her citizenship married her her brother or something uh yeah ilhan omar fifth congressional district Uh, she created an uproar after a june 17th unanimous vote which amended the procedural rules to cut the pledge from the start of each session. The change came part as an effort to serve a more diverse community. Uh, we concluded that in order to create a more welcoming environment, that's where the guy said that. Uh, but then they they came back and, and they changed it. So there you go. I mean, that, just that is what your voice means. That's what your voice can do. And same thing with our federal government as well. If you don't like these these people that have been elected which they shouldn't have been elected to begin with i mean you can cut that off by going and voting you know sitting on your ass at home and hoping that these people don't get an office doesn't get it done you actually got to go and you got to you got to cast your damn vote so i want to give you an update on that so win for america win for a pledge of allegiance do you have another yeah, one well actually we should just uh while, while we're in minnesota and either letting people debark or putting more people on we should just throw that uh, Ilhan Oman on that too, or Omar. Oh, all those, all those squad members are are on the jack wagon train, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the latest thing she did is she refuses to condemn Al Qaeda and ISIS activities for what they're doing in Iraq and Syria because she doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. So, are you serious? I mean, did she actually say that she doesn't think they're doing anything wrong? She's 
said before that she refuses to condemn what they're doing because they believe they're doing the right thing, so she won't condemn it. Because they believe they're doing the right thing. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer thought he was doing the right thing, too. (laughs) But it's one of those, every time a reporter asks her about it, she just refuses to comment and blows by him. What's the Oklahoma bomber, dude? He thought he was doing the right thing, too. The Unabomber guy, too? He thought he was doing the right thing, too. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it's when you care more about feelings than facts. The feels. It's all about the feels. So speaking of, of feels, let's jump on over to Missouri. And this jack wagon, uh, this comes to us from Kenny Ortega, Leadhead Kenny. A Missouri woman was told to wait in line at the DMV. She got angry and fired a gun, reports say. <laughs> a Missouri woman in jail after officials say she fired a, a handgun after becoming impatient with the line at the DMV office. Uh, Vanessa Ritchie allegedly was annoyed by the long line. It was told by a licensed office employee she had to wait her turn. And I'm sure they were very polite about that, too. Uh, If you've ever been to the DMV, they're not very polite there. Uh, A retired police officer who was also at the DMV followed Ritchie outside. He and another man held Ritchie at gunpoint until police arrived. According to the station, she was arrested by the Parkville Police Department. Ritchie is charged with making a terrorist threat and an unlawful use of a weapon. Uh, see. Richie walked up to the counter at the DMV and said the president's life was in danger and that it was a matter of national security that she be helped before anyone else. That's a pretty creative story, huh? I mean, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for her. Uh, she pushed a printer off the counter when she was told she'd have to wait. Uh, according to online record, Richie is being held in a Platte County detention center. Sounds like she's got some mental problems there too. So I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe one or two. Yeah. All right. So that comes to us from Leadhead Kenny. Kenny, thank you for sending that in. Actually, Kenny sent in like five or six. So Kenny wins the Sergeant at Arms Award uh, this this week. This episode. I've got another one here. And this is the. The Florida deputy? Yeah, you want to take that one? This one comes to us from Leadhead. I think it's Mark. Let me see. That's okay. While you're looking, I can start on the story. Yeah, you start on the story, and I'll find out who it is. Yep. uh, Jackson County Deputy Zach Webster, Zachary Webster, was taken into custody today in Crawfordville, 20 miles south of Tallahassee, after a year-long investigation from Florida Department of Law Enforcement revealed that he had frequently stopped drivers for minor traffic infractions only to covertly place plant methamphetamines and other <laughs> drugs in their vehicles. To what end? So, th- <laughs> so this guy was, uh, Why? during most of the stops, the deputy would turn off his body camera and tailor his recordings to conceal his criminal activities. Is he just padding so, his stats, or <laughs> what's he trying to do uh, here? After finding, After finding the drugs... He would pin motorists with bogus criminal charges and then arrest them. And uh, I there, think it said was, one of them that even led to the guy losing custody of his kids. Yeah, one man lost custody of his daughter. Custody of his daughter as a result of the false arrest. So here's my question: so, I'm not I'm not so quick to judge this guy. Maybe he's a you know like a, a vigilante cop who these people were actually bad people, but they had gotten off on technicalities. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like well, a, from the look of this, he was just randomly doing this to people from reading the stories. Just ran, but how random was it? Maybe these were actual <laughs> criminals who got away with it, and he was just trying to get justice served. That I don't could know. Be your, or he's just I, a douchebag. 
I want to go with probably the latter because yeah. he. He he kept unmarked and unsecured evidence in the trunk of in the trunk of his personal car to take care of these criminals that were getting away with whatever they're getting 40, away with. Forty two pieces of drug paraphernalia, <laughs> ten baggies of methamphetamines, five baggies of marijuana, all in an unsecured evidence bag in the trunk of his personal car. I mean that that was his utility belt, you know, like Batman's got his utility belt and he's got smoke grenades and bombs and batarangs and you know this guy was using. You know, drugs to to nail these people. I don't know. I mean, well, you're probably right. He's, pro- he's probably a, a douchebag. He's probably just padding his stats, or <laughs> he might have been even bribing people. I mean, I don't know. Um, I always like to try to see the good in people. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, hard on that. It sounds like the deck stacked against him, and he's he's going to go to jail. I think they said they weren't even going to try to plea. They were just going to you know drop the hammer on this guy. Well, and that's one of those things where where that's how that kind of should be done because. If you are, you know, it's just like any any type of people. There's there's good and bad of everything. There's bad teachers. There's bad Catholic priests, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, good lord, <laughs> you went down that road. <laughs> I, 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 no topic is off balance for me. There's bad but, podcast hosts. There's yeah. <laughs> there's bad of everything. Yeah, but on something like this, where you've been trusted to, you know, you know, make sure that you serve and you know protect the the public. If you're doing this, they should drop the hammer on you because you're misusing that trust. Yeah, I mean, even if he is doing it to to be a vigilante cop and taking down actual bad people, uh, doing it the wrong. I was just funny, you know. I was just teasing. Come on now. I know. I know. You know speaking of drugs and methamphetamines, uh, this kind of plays into a, a story that we did last week about the uh, attack squirrel. You remember that one? Yes, the meth fueled attack squirrel. <laughs> meth fueled <laughs> attack squirrel, and this guy. You know, I couldn't decide whether he was my new hero or, you know, he actually deserved to be on a jack wagon. But uh, this actually, this story comes to us from Tennessee, Loretto, Tennessee. It says, police arrested a Tennessee man Saturday as he allegedly tried to flush several grams of methamphetamine down the toilet, which is probably pretty common when people, you know, get barged in on by the cops. They start flushing their drugs. It says something that they jokingly said could create meth gators down the river in Alabama. So so now we've got uh, attack meth gators. Uh, police in Laredo, Tennessee, served a search warrant early Saturday morning. They said they found suspect drug dealer, I'm not going to say his name, in the bathroom attempting to flush several grams of meth along with several types of paraphernalia. Uh, it says in, their, in a Facebook post, police addressed the issue of flushing drugs down the toilet. It says on a more or less serious note, I mean they're setting this up as, you know, this is tongue-in-cheek. Folks, please don't flush your drugs, okay? When you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it is sent downstream. Now, our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they are not really prepared for meth. Ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what one all hyped up on meth would do. (laughs) Furthermore... If it made it far enough, we could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. They've had enough meth up animals the past few weeks without our help. I think he's referring to the squirrel. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in a proper way. <laughs> That's priceless. I like, I like a police department with a sense of humor. You know? I mean, that's good. That's that's like saying, hey, guys, we got some word. There's some bad meth going around. 
Just come by the station. We'll we'll take care of it for you. Drop it off to us. Right. It's like you know, you, the 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 gun buyback. Yep. You know, we'll buy your drugs back. Just come on by, bring your drugs. We'll buy them back from you. No questions asked. Bullshit. <laughs> They're taking pictures of people that are doing that and logging, tracking them down later. So yeah, don't uh, don't feed your animals meth. Could be dangerous. Yep, All right, we got. I'm just picturing like uh, how that would have changed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if after the maybe they, they were found. methed out. Maybe that's what <laughs> meth did to them because it never really said the sludge. We don't know what the sludge is. It's just sludge, you know. <laughs> you know, meth turtles. That green meth sludge. Teenage meth turtles. All right, that's enough jackwagons. Unless you got any more. I mean, we got several more here from you guys. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, that one that I couldn't find that was from Alex. Alex K. So thanks for sending that, sending that one in, Alex. Yeah, keep those coming in. Talkinglet.gmail.com. You got Jackwagon nominations. We'll read them here on the air. And I'll try to give you credit if I can find your name in time. <laughs> but don't take it personal. But we appreciate you sending them in. Keep them coming. Gunny, get that Jackwagon train out of here. Because we got to make room for the landing of Lead Force One. All right, Lead Force One has landed, and uh, I know you guys, we put this to a vote, and Lead Force One won the nomination, and Lefty's Heroes won the nomination, and I just don't feel comfortable calling them Lefty's Heroes, because, again, you know, we're a family here. The Leadhead Brigade is one. All you... All you guys and gals out there, and you know, in addition to me, we make up the Leadhead Brigade. So I think it should be all of us, and it should be the Leadhead Brigade heroes. So what do you think? I'm going to make a command decision, and I'm changing it from Lefty's heroes to Leadhead Brigade heroes. Can I get amen? I mean, I, amen, brother. Okay. All right. So we're going to take care of some Leadhead Brigade heroes now. And our first one, I'm going to take the first one. This is where this is Mark Peck. I said he did a jack wagon, but Mark actually did a um, Leadhead Brigade hero. Lefty's Heroes, formerly Lefty's Heroes. And some of you may have seen this on Instagram, Facebook. I think it probably went viral. But Dom, Dom Rasso, he's a former Navy SEAL. Uh, I think he's a spokesperson for NRA. He's got a huge following. Uh, he was at one of the. Um, Navy SEAL memorials on Virginia Beach. And one of the, the flag for that memorial uh, was jacked up. It had lost one of its, uh, we call it, strings or whatever that hold it to the pole. So after like a two-mile run or something in a workout, they were I guess that was part of their path was running by that memorial. He saw the flag and he just couldn't, you know, he just couldn't stomach it. So he took it upon himself to fix that flag. And I think it took him four attempts but he finally got up there, and uh, he got the flag repaired, and uh, you know that was just above and beyond, especially after that workout that he had done. So we're gonna put Dom Rasso. I think it's Rasso. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. Rasso, Rasso. I think you guys know who I'm talking about. He's not been on the show, but we need to get him on. And I had it on my Facebook, but now my Facebook don't have it. Dom Rasso. Here we go. So he's on Instagram. It's at D-O-M-R-A-S-O, and I think it's like, you'll see it, there's like an American flag there, and, and he's getting ready to climb up it. But his post says, 
says, flag needed to be fixed at the Navy SEAL monument this morning. After a 3.5-mile run and smoked from the previous attempts, this was my fourth attempt at trying to get up and fix the flag. Literally had to visualize what I was doing wrong and what I had to do to correct my inefficiencies in order to improve the next attempt. I couldn't go by this flag this morning and not give it everything I had. The gold stars on this monument and the sacrifice that has been made for all of us was something I wasn't going to pass by. This flagpole climb remind me about everything in life. There has been way too grave a sacrifice for me not to try. Once I do try, I have to give it my all for them. If I fail, honor them by trying one more time and get better every time I do it. So there you go. Dom, welcome to Lead Force One and part of the Leadhead Brigade Heroes. Do you have a nomination for Lead Force you know, One? I, we, we do have one more. We don't know all the all the stats on this one, but this is just one of those, uh, this guy needs to get on it just because uh, there was a 61-year-old man who fought off four home intruders and uh, killed two of them with an AR-15. Oh, an evil black assault rifle. Yep. And uh, this protected a, this his a, life and probably his this family. Is a, this is again down in Florida. Okay. And uh, according to police, uh, four men tried to break into the guy's house. One of them was wearing a Jason mask. And uh, a Jason they, mask. Yep. Because you know, that obviously means they're there to you know like talk about you know our Lord and Savior John Moses Browning. But uh, when they when they went through this, it was. The homeowner, armed with an AR-15, shot and killed two people attempting to break in and rob his home Wednesday night. Two suspects, 19-year-old, I'm not going to talk about their names, and 22-year-old were also arrested near the scene. The dead suspect was a 22-year-old and 21-year-old. The 61-year-old homeowner, who police have not identified, suffered a gunshot injury but was in stable con- or condition. When they came in, they found the one man that had a uh, gunshot wound and a shotgun lying next to him. And after the guy who, you know... So they broke into his house. He grabbed his rifle, and uh, they shot him with a shotgun. And oh shit! Apparently, uh, an AR won the day over the shotgun. Holy cow! Yeah, says the homeowner said he did not. Actually, says the homeowner told detective about an hour before the shooting, a male who he barely remembers from a past Craigslist transaction knocked on the front door, according to sheriff's officials. So there's like a huge like. This is why I don't do. Like these Facebook, um, what's it called? Backyard or something? Or Facebook yard sale market? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you don't understand how dangerous that is. Prime example right here. You know, people casing out a house, figure this guy's uh, not able to protect himself, and uh, woe until they're surprised. Boom. Dead. Yep. So he, he definitely deserves at least an honorable mention. Yeah, well... Um, Absolutely. I mean, he's definitely demonstrated, you know, that old adage where people say, well, why do you need an AR-15? Anywho. Uh, yeah, I'll put him on. Now, we got another one here, um, and this one comes to us from Johnny Reb. And uh, Johnny Reb, I don't know if I know what your real name is. I don't see it on here. But anyway, he emailed this in, and it's not a person, because I told you, it doesn't have to be a person. You know, nominees can be... A thing, it could be an animal, it could be uh, an idea. So this one comes to us, like I said, from Johnny Reb, and it is on Reuters. And it's bullet-riddled U.S. flag that survived D-Day comes home 75 years later. Hell yeah. 
Shot through by German machine gun bullets and tattered by the wind, the American flag that flew on the first U.S. invading ship on D-Day came home on Thursday in a White House ceremony. The flag handover was a main part of the visit to the White House by Mark Root, Prime Minister of the Netherlands, who held Oval Office talks with President Donald Trump. The flag has been owned by a retired Dutch businessman and art collector, Bert Kruik. I wonder if he made that coffee maker thing. K-R-E-U-K. Isn't that, isn't that that coffee maker thing where you put the little things in and make one cup of coffee at a time? I, I think there's there's not enough vowels in it for that. Oh, okay. Uh, he paid $514,000 for it at auction three years ago with the intention of donating it to the United States. Well, that's just kind of odd. Why would a Dutch man buy an American flag? <clears throat> I cannot keep it myself. It needs to go to the right institution. I need to give it back, crook. Kerrick? Kerrick? K-R-E-U-K. I think that's that coffee maker. Maybe he owns that company. That's why he's got $514,000 to blow on a, a flag. Uh, he said in an interview, uh, interview, a telephone interview ahead of a ceremony at which he spoke, the flag is to be put on display at the Smithsonian Institute. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. And there's a picture of it there. You can see a picture of it. So, definitely the uh, U.S. flag that survived D-Day uh, is on the, I think it permanently gets to be on Lead Force One. It's like that old Johnny Cash song, that ragged old flag. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we talked about flag etiquette. Uh, was it last episode or episode before last? Last couple of episodes, we kind of talked a little bit about flag etiquette. And uh, I don't think this falls into that category. I mean, this is a piece of history right here. So, And they're doing a good job in presenting it and putting it on display. Well, they're, there. they're definitely doing the right thing with it. Yeah, so... And that and that business owner, the Dutch business dude, Bert, you get a ride too, buddy. Five hundred fourteen thousand dollars also bought you a ride on Lead Force One. <laughs> Very cool, um, Abby. Do you have any nominees for for Lead Force One before we get it out of here? No, I've just been sitting here listening to you guys. So I'm going to make one more. Um, we've got another seat, and uh, I'm putting Honor Flight on there, Abby. So right honor on. flight for what you guys are doing for our our veterans. Definitely, you guys deserve a ride on Lead Force One. So come on aboard, take your seat. We're getting ready to fly you around the United States and show you off and present to America what true patriotism is. Right on, thank you. Right on, right on. So let's get that plane out of here. All right. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna hear from Abby. Abby's gonna tell us all about. Honor Flight and uh, all the amazing things that they're doing. So tell us about how you got involved with Honor Flight, specifically Midwest yeah. Honor Flight. Great question. They uh, There was a group out of South Dakota uh, back when I was in college that did Honor Flights. And it was kind of one of those bucket list items for me. I wanted to, I wanted to see Washington, D.C. as a member of a volunteer group that could um, – go with our veterans to Washington, DC. That was, that was kind of the only way I wanted to see it. Um, college broke, don't have the extra cash to get to DC. So that kind of fell by the wayside and, um, kind of, so did the emphasis on honor flight in this area, um, flash forward to 2017. And I hear about it on the news again, uh, Midwest honor flight out of Sioux center was going to run the first honor flight, I believe since about 2011 in this area, flying out of Sioux Falls. And I said, what the heck, let's, let's give it a go. Um, I was on the first 
Midwest Honor Flight in August of 2017 as a guardian. Uh, the veteran I got to accompany to Washington, D.C. was a Korean War vet. He was an infantryman from South Dakota. And the trip for me was completely worth it, but I could not believe the stories that he, we just walked all over Washington, D.C. And he told me stories that I, oh, man, I'm still sure. floored. I, I don't feel right sharing them. They're not mine, but um, I just sat and listened all day. And it, it's probably one of the more emotional days that I've had. Uh, just intense. These are stories that he hasn't spoke since the war. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was really honored to get to hear that from him. And, you know, he just had that confidence to just let his mind wander a little bit and kind of go back to a place that he probably had been in a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure. And I'm sure that, you know, that a lot of these guys have never even been to these, to the monument there in, in Washington. No, a lot of them, this is maybe one of their second or third flights ever. Um, a lot of our veterans actually were on ships going to their war destination. So this is sometimes their first flight. Yeah. So there's a, here's an interesting stat. It says, according to the Department of Veteran Affairs, an estimated 640 World War II veterans die each day. Each day. Mm-hmm. So we're losing them quickly. I mean, there can't be that. Rapidly. There can't be that many more left. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is a great thing that, that you guys are doing. And you were telling us a little bit earlier that you've got a waiting list uh, yep. of, of veterans, right? Yep. We're about 700 on our waiting list right now. And how many do you take per trip? Typically it's 80. Um, a lot of them, we take World War II first time all the time, um, just in our case, uh, because we serve such a big area uh, geographically. Mm-hmm. We'll go World War II first and we always look at the, the health status of our veterans, make sure we get terminal veterans there first, along with our World War II. And then we were actually lucky enough uh, this year. Um, we're always funding these missions. It costs about $150,000 per flight. That's for the plane, all the food. Veterans always fly free. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure all of our busing, the police escorts through D.C. are taken care of. Um, we were, we've were we got a, a Smithfield partnering with us as a corporate sponsor this year. They funded a Vietnam veterans-only flight that will be happening this fall. Who's Smithfield? Smithfield is, a, is the U.S. largest pork producer, and they have some facilities in Sioux Falls. Pork? Uh, where they... Pork, yep. bacon. It used to be John Morell's out of bacon. Sioux Falls. Uh, they had some representatives up there, uh, up here, not too long ago, giving us a donation for one of our flights. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. So Smithfield, big port producer. Smithfield. Now, do you do you serve bacon yep. to the the veterans on the flight? I, you know, you should I start do. doing that. I think we do. I think there's potential there. Definitely. I'm telling you. I mean, that would just make I mean, it I'd that much more it. better I'll bring of a it trip. Up to the board. Yeah. You tell them that was Lefty's idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so 80 per per flight, and you're 80, doing th- 80 three per a flight. year. Uh, yeah, this is our first year of three flights. We did one in May. Uh, we'll have one in September, one in October. We are tracking to have three flights next year. Is what we'd like to do. Um, all told, for our wait list at 80 veterans per flight, we'll, we'll be flying for a while. But like you said, we're kind of running out of time with some of these folks. Yeah, and I know we've got listeners that uh, have relatives, family members that are mm-hmm. World War II veterans. Uh, one, you know, particularly comes to mind, Uncle, Uncle Pat. Um, we've talked about Uncle Pat on the, the show a couple of times. How would someone go about getting their, their uh, loved one... Uh, Great on, on one of these flights. How do they yeah, go about great question. It? So for our 
Honor Flight Hub out of Sioux Center. We have uh, MidwestHonorFlight.org is our website, and all the applications can be done online. Uh, we do hundreds of fundraising events at different restaurants and churches and legion posts all through our area, and we always have paper applications available. Um, I do know on the the Honor Flight Network, their homepage, honorflight.org, there are also applications, and they try and route those to the closest hub. Uh, there's, I think, 130 hubs nationwide. Mm-hmm. So regardless of where you are, there's usually a way within a stone's throw that we can get you on a flight, hopefully. Very cool. Now, mm-hmm. if, if somebody wants to donate, what's the procedure for them donating? Same same for us. Uh, go to MidwestHonorFlight.org, and there's some links up at the top there. You can do uh, different types of donations. We've got some different programs through Amazon Smile. You can donate that way. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, Midwest Honor Flight, and some Instagram uh, tags that you can join us that way. We usually update our Facebook page several times a week, keep our our network kind of apprised of everything that's going on. Yeah. So it, do family members get to go with them? You know, they can. Um, and it. we try and make sure that each veteran has a capable, able-bodied guardian. Uh, we're walking all over Washington, D.C., a lot of steps, a lot of slippery surfaces. So, yeah. again, our number one goal is to make sure the veteran sees this place uh, safely. So we do have the ability for veterans to choose their guardians, and then it's just a matter of making sure we get the right people placed at the right time. Cool, but it's not required. You guys will take one. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I went with a complete stranger uh, from South Dakota, and it was uh, just, we have community guardians is what they're called, and it's just a waiting list of folks like myself that put in an application hoping to go along, and uh, you get paired up with a veteran that doesn't have a specific guardian. Yeah. Now, to the extent that you want to do this, talk about your background. Oh, my background as far as being involved in honor flight? No, just your your background. Just your background. Oh. Well, shoot. Uh, Midwestern farm girl, went to college, joined the joined the military, did some of that for a while, still working on that, I suppose. Um, now I work out of uh, work for an ethanol company in Sioux Falls, and I do feed sales and marketing. So, okay. I don't know. Kind of tied in because it's something that I'm know, really Nick. passionate I think, about. But. I think we should hit her with the... You got, you got, you got. And sometimes a girl. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do that. I think I've been set up. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to get to know you a little bit better, Abby. So this is a line of questioning that we hit. New guests that haven't been on the show before. So, Nick, you you started off with the first one. Okay, so uh, as you know, this is, is, you know, because she has listened to the show before. I've, I've made her listen to it before. And, and and then she kept listening to it afterwards, which is even better. But better, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one thing we always do is, uh, when did you first get started getting involved with uh, firearms and things like that? Uh well, boy, you guys are gonna think this is silly. I went to basic training and then I went up to my drill sergeant and said I've never shot before. So that was probably that was your first experience, huh? That was my first experience. Yep. And, and how many how many years ago was that? A uh, handful. 16. 16. And are you active? Are you active? Yeah, still in. Okay. Still in. Did Mm -hmm. you and Nick serve together? Yep. That's how you know each other? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, so our next question is, do you have any military law enforcement background? Obviously, you've got some military background. Do you want to talk about that? How'd you get involved with the military? What? 
What spurred your involvement to go to that drill instructor and learn how to shoot again? And, you know, I was uh, (laughs) kind of sick of school. I went to college. Um, Let's see. I grew up on a farm. You know, my parents didn't have everything uh, that they could hand to us. I know they wanted to, but they couldn't. And I I knew if I was going to go to school, I better do it myself. Cause I, I knew I wasn't going to get much help. And, and like I said, they did everything they could, but, uh, college was mine. So decided to, to take a break from going to school and did something I didn't think I could do, I guess. And here I am 16 years later. So army, army, yep. Army. Yeah. Cause Nick's army. Yep. He's not your DI, is he? No. Okay. Right. No. <laughs> he's like, hell no. <laughs> no. What's, uh, what's one of your more, um, fond memories of serving in the military oh boy there's so many i, I see i mean you're there trying are. to pick and choose one. <laughs> oh man well the hard part's finding one that's that's right for radio one that's appropriate yeah well this no. is the talking lead show so anything's appropriate on this show you know just don't self-incriminate <laughs> so nick and i had a year here a couple of years ago um they bumped up our op tempo a little bit and this was a first for me I think I did, what did we, what did we count? Like 40 qualification rounds throughout the year, Nick, or something. It was just insane how many rounds we had that year. So I remember getting, you get one chance and that's it. You get your 40 rounds. And if you get a bad score, that's on you. It sucks to suck. You better try harder next year. And don't think I had (laughs) exactly. So that was kind of fun just shooting that much on the government's time, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, that, that one year, uh, in, in 12 drills and annual training, we had 16 different trips to the range. That wow. A lot of them were multiple day trips. So that's where I lived the entire time was on the range. Yep. <laughs> so what are you What are you most comfortable shooting? Uh, M16 or an M4. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started, I started re-watching Top Shot. Did you guys ever watch that show? Mm-hmm. History Channel's Top Shot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's on Prime or or something, uh, one of these uh, channels. And uh, I started watching it. It's like one of my favorite shows. I loved that show. I hated it when they canceled it. I think they did five seasons or something of it. And we've had a lot of the the uh, Top Shot people on the show in the past. And I was kind of going through these shows like, hey, that guy's been on. She's been on before. And, you know, that's so. Yeah, they did five seasons and then a season of All-Stars. Uh, I think season five was the All-Stars. I think they did four seasons and five was the All-Stars. I think I haven't, I haven't re got back. I'm on like season three right now. Um, but, um, that would be cool if they start. And that just made me think, you know, we're talking about shooting again. I was like, it'd be cool if they started top shot back. That'd be awesome. You guys, you, you guys could apply for it. It'd be cool. Cause there's a lot of military people that were on there too, on that show. Anywho. Well, so third I, question. I sent, <laughs> I sent an app in back in the day. Did you really? <laughs> yep. I did. Oh dude. Do you still have your, um, your, your reel for that? Your audition tape? Oh no, that that's that was taken to the top of a valley and dropped into the bottom and burned. No, you still have that saved <laughs> on your computer somewhere. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's on that stupid old iPhone. Dude, had. you got to do that. <laughs> I got to see that video because you've seen some of the audition. I mean, they show some of the audition tapes and stuff during the show. And I was like, these people. I was like, why would they pick that person for this? You know. <laughs> no. Anywho, third question, Nick. So. See, third question is that the uh, pop culture references. What's your go-to, you know, movie? Which I think I already know the answer to is you know, like uh, your movie, TV show, books, anything like that. Music, What's your go-to? Comic books, 
Oh boy. TV well, shows. Let's see. Tombstone. Tombstone. Okay. That's probably uh, like the number one. That's the most. Yeah. The most picked. Tombstone. And I'll be honest, I'm so bad at Keep Media. I got a five-year-old, so it's like Paw Patrol. Um, Paw Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's getting into those uh, Planet Earth series on Netflix, which has been like enjoyable for both mom and kid. Those are good. I like those. Yeah. So he's watching that a lot. He, I can get into that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know. We're more of a go-outside, run-around type, so... Yeah, but everybody sits on the couch and, you know, binges every now and again. Yeah. Do, do you Are you a binger? Do you do, like, Netflix binges or anything like that? Oh, every so often. Let's see, there's a... What series? What series have you been into lately? I watched, I watched Dead to Me on Netflix. That was pretty good. Dead to Me. I haven't done Dead that. to Me. It's got, I think, Christina Applegate in it. That was the last one. What's... Oh, Then yeah. I think uh, The Enforcer, maybe, is what it was called. Is that a movie or is that like a series? Netflix series. Netflix series. Time, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. We just, I just finished one. Oh, what was? It? Lie to me. Is it lie to me? No, Big Little Lies. It's on HBO. I had to watch it because of Tia, but uh, I mean, it's pretty good. Okay. It's not firearms related. Actually, it kind of is because there were some guns in it, but it's not firearms related. But any, anywho, what about the Marvel movies? You into those? Not, no. not into the Marvel. Well, movies? Lego Marvel. Does that count? That's like twenty minutes that. What is it called? Lego Marvel. Lego Marvel. I mean, that kind of counts, I guess. That kind of counts. 20 minutes, you can watch your movie before we go to school or something. So So what is your your next gotta have, wanna have piece of kit or gun or whatever? Man, I don't know. Nick's got this list of things that abs should get. So Nick, what is it? Well, you need a a rifle for the tactical games next. It's true. What are the true. tactical games? Talk about that. Nick? Is this, a, do this an so, army thing? So, no, uh, tactical games is not an army thing. It's uh, it's the easiest way to describe it would be like uh, a CrossFit games or something like that. And they have stages called battles. So you'll have to carry stuff around and do a bunch of things. And then you shoot as a portion of this with a carbine and a pistol. Okay. So it's, it's, it's like a Tough mutter with guns. Sweet. And I'd actually brought that up a couple of years ago. We were up in uh, Kentucky. Uh, what was that at the uh, the K the place with Rock the K? Castle? Yeah, Rock Castle. It was up at Rock Castle. I was like, you know what would be cool? Because we were talking about doing uh, Spartan races and what are the tough mutters and that kind of stuff. So what would be cool? Because we were up there for a three gun competition. Is if they implemented some sort of a tough mutter with guns. You know, where you're going through the mud and you're doing, and you got to go and you got to shoot, you know, a stage, you know, after you, you know, climb this wall, go through this mud, uh, do this obstacle course or whatever. And each, each obstacle, there's something you got to go and you got to shoot after that. I was like, that would be cool. That's, that's pretty much what this tactical games is. That's awesome. And that's where? Oh, they, they have a couple of them around the country trying to pull the website up of my computer. It and, seems like uh, they favor the South. Location. Yeah, they definitely they definitely favor the South. It was uh, Mississippi, Texas, Florida. I'm not so sure Tennessee wasn't in there. Yeah, and when I was there telling it, there was a guy there was like, you know, we're we're talking about doing something like that. Maybe this is what that is. Maybe they actually did and they went through with it. Yeah, but you guys are going to do that. You guys are going to do it. We're, yep, that's, we are. That's plan. Yep. So is it a team thing or is it an individual competition? I think it's, uh, it's yeah, kind of both. But yeah, cool. Well, when you do that, let me know. Maybe maybe I can go watch you guys. I'm not going to do it, but I'll root you on. 
I'll throw you some ammo, you know, from the side. You know, instead of a cup of water, I have a cup of ammo or something like that for you. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Yep. I'll sneak you, a, you know, a KSG or you know something as you're running. There, like use this. Use- well, yes, any of the fine weapons from Kiltech. Yeah, sponsors of the Talking Lead Podcast. That's I forgot to <laughs> talk about all our sponsors. I do that from time to time, don't I? That's okay. We'll throw the plugs in throughout here, like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. other people who from, uh, you know, people from XS Steel or X Steel Targets, X Steel Targets. They're based right there in Minnesota, and they might be able to help out some things on Honor Flight. There you go. That's true. Hit 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 Bud and the gang up over there. So next question is what bucket list, not bucket list, laws be damned, rules be damned, money be damned, everything be damned. What would you own? No limits. No limits. No restrictions, no limits. What would you own? If you could own anything. A helicopter. What kind of helicopter? I don't know. You're going like, to take a TC from Magnum a, helicopter or are you going to take Magnum? a Black Hawk helicopter? Are you going to take a Chinook? I mean, what kind of helicopter? <laughs> I mean, not some little, like, I don't know this shit, but. Describe it. Describe it. Well, it'd have to be some military situation. I'm sure there's something with on guns it. and missiles on yeah, it, right? Yeah. Okay, there you, know, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had my kid here, he could probably give you an answer, but. Cool. Yep. Uh, what's the next one, Nick? Uh, if you could go to the range with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Or fictional. Wider. Wyatt Earp. Just like, I mean, that was quick. Yeah. Why Wyatt Earp? Well, why not? Don't you think that'd be fun? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it probably would be. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's full of a bunch of shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> most of the people I go to the range with. Are so. full of shit, yeah. Yeah, Typical. absolutely. Yep. Uh, I, mean, I mean, hi. <laughs> I had a, I'm looking, I'm see if I can find it here. I had a, a suggestion for another question to ask our new guy, new guy, new guy, and sometimes a girl. New guy question suggestion. This comes from Old Tennessean. Should be a good conversational starter. Open-ended and not necessarily a gun they own. Maybe a friend's a historic piece or range rental. A gun they own. So what's a gun you own? Maybe a friend's a his. That doesn't make sense. Does that make sense to y'all? Oh, sorry. Oh. What is your favorite gun you've ever shot? There's this question. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my favorite gun I've ever shot. Uh... Okay, like I said, most of my gun experience is military. I had a really good time on the 50 cal range back in the day. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is that is that the uh, the Barrett 50 or is that shooting the the different the Modus the Modus 50? Okay, I got you. Just ripping the rounds but, off. Which which a fun fact if anyone ever wondered Five where you get the term oh, the term the whole nine yards came from the Modus and pilots in the uh, World War II. Because to give someone the whole nine yards was to expend all of your 50 cal ammunition. Because it's nine yards of ammunition? The whole yep. nine yards. Why am I not That's interesting. That? So there's a little bit of, of, of factual history from Mick Dooley. Yeah, don't mind me. I vomit out random information. <laughs> so, very good. So you survived the, the new guy, new guy, new guy, and sometimes a girl questions. Good job. <laughs> you sound so enthused. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad that's over. <laughs> All right. So now it's time to do a giveaway, Nick. All right. Are we going to give away? Well, since since we just finished with Lead Force One, I think we should uh, we should give away the Glock. Uh, gift All right. Seventy five dollar Glock gift card. Our first one. First of three. And we're not picking the pilot. This isn't necessarily who the pilot's going to be. We're going to do something separate for that. Uh, but the nominations have come in, and we've had Juan Johnny Rico, 
as a nominee from the movie and the book called Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Chuck Yeager, Clint Eastwood, um, and we had a World War II U.S. Army Air Corps from Ed B. He, he made that post on Instagram. I said he didn't tell us who it was. He said that wasn't a nomination. That was just him doing a post. So, um, been happy to put him in the nomination, but anyway. Uh, Chelsea Sully Sullenberger, the hero of the Hudson River. He landed the plane in the Hudson River. You guys know him. Uh, your buddy Jacob nominated George Washington. <laughs> uh, there have been several people nominate Chris Kyle. Uh, you also got a nomination, Nick. Yeah, but that wasn't just. <laughs> George Patton. Ted Nugent has been several times, nominated several times. Um, Han Solo, digging that one. Uh, Zapper 21, who is the Navy pilot that did the Sky Penis a few years ago. We don't know his real name. Gary Sinise. Mike Haven has nominated Gary Sinise. That's a new one. Uh, Chuck Norris has been nominated. Maverick uh, has been nominated, but not officially. I've had an email, and they've not made a post for Maverick yet. So it's not official until you do an Instagram post and, and do the tags. You know, especially with that new uh, Top Gun 2 coming Top out. Gun 2 coming out. That trailer was awesome, man. That got me fired up. I can't wait for that. Uh, and then you had one today, and yours was? Joe Foss. And tell us again who Joe Foss is. Joe Foss uh, was the, the first ace of aces in World War II, specifically the Pacific Front. He was a uh, Marine aviator and then uh, came back to become the governor of South Dakota and later the president of the NRA. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a pretty solid nomination right there. Oh, he also won the Medal of Honor. Oh, and and, and oh by the yeah. way, yeah, casual. Let me just <laughs> let me just throw this in too as if that other stuff wasn't enough. Uh we've also had you guys I mean, remember J the movie Independence Day? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, um what was his name? Uh Russell Case. He was the father, the drunk guy. Had the two kids in the, yes. the motorhome. Yes. Um Quaid. Randy Quaid yep, plays. Randy him. Quaid. Yeah. The one, the one also who, also cousin Eddie in Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Which is like my all time favorite. And uh, buy yourself John something McCain, really nice, Clark. <laughs> so, John McClain. Uh yeah, and John McClain is a new one. So Yippie Kaye, John McClane. So I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be tough on how we on how we go and uh, pick this winner. So I guess we'll just do it at random. So I've got everybody's names written down here that have submitted, and we've got uh, Josh Bill, Austin Whalen, um, Jason Edgar, uh, Ed, Ed Burton, Eric, Jacob, Alex, Brent, Brent Weber, Pierce Taylor, Mike Haven, Nick Dooley. Uh, who nominated Adams? Adams the third. That is John Adams. And then who did John McClain? Um, John McClain. That was Amber Peck. Peck. And then you, Nick Dooley. You're eligible. And have we did I miss anybody? I think I got them all so far. And and if if you didn't hear your name or you didn't hear your nomination, then you didn't do the proper tags. So go back and check your post. Uh, but again, we're not picking who our pilot is. We're just picking. Uh, participation here who went and they did the TL Glock TL 300 and some of you probably haven't done the other ones yet but I'm gonna do the honor code here so if you haven't done them yet you're gonna go back and do them okay is that fair is that fair guys sounds fair to me all right so that's one two uh, one two three seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen 
15 names? 15? Yeah, there's 15. Okay, can you see the screen? I can see the Skype screen. Yeah, well, I, I, I did a screen yeah. share here, so can you see that? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to do a random number generator? Yep, random number generator, right. 1 to 15, and I'm going to hit the generate button now, 10. And that is, is that Amber? Was it Amber? Amber I can't even, Peck. I can't even read my own handwriting. Yes, Amber Peck. Amber Peck, yep, she was the, she, she nominated John, John McClain. McClain. Okay. Yep. So, Amber, congratulations. Which, you have won the first Glock $75. Uh, it's actually a code that you use on their web store, and it's good for anything on their web store. Um, so, you got to send me an email, talkinglet.gmail.com. Here's the thing, guys. If you are a winner, I don't contact you. So, you got to listen to the show. So, the only way you win is if you're listening to the show. So, if, if Amber, if, if you're not listening to the show, then you're not going to hear this anyway, so it don't matter. But you're you're not gonna win. And if I don't hear from you in a little bit, we're gonna you know give it to somebody else. Don't give it to me. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> and, and I just want to say thank you for nominating the best Christmas. <laughs> John McClain. <laughs> um. So there you go. Congratulations to Amber. Amber talkinglet at gmail dot com. Put in their um Glock gift card in the in the subject winner something like that. So I'll know. And uh, I'll send you that code. So we got lots, lots to give away, lots more to give away. We got the 22 suppressor. We still haven't decided when we're going to give that away yet. So keep those, um, those posts going. And it's just what freedom means to you, and use the hashtag TLFreedomCast, TL300, and uh, you'll be eligible for that one. The uh, flashlight. I said I was going to give one of those away today. So we're going to give away a flashlight also. And I mean, this one has to go to Austin, to Austin Wayland. He's made like. Five different posts on this thing. He's made like he's made a ton of posts on it. I mean, he's tearing it up. So, uh, I mean, I don't I don't see how I cannot give it to Austin. Do you agree? I mean, I, think, I mean, yes, that's I, the thing. It's participation, guys. It's participation. I want to see participation. And Austin has shown a shift ton, and he's done all the other posts. I know he's already done all the other posts too. So he, I mean, he he's eligible for this. So Austin, you get Austin Whalen. You get the uh, the second. XTDF flashlight from ASP. Congratulations, Austin. You are a stellar redhead. And he was on the show, too. We had him on the show. He was. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. So, if you're interested in being on the the show, like Nick was, like Austin was, like Katie was, like Jerry Black was, we did that, that show, I'm looking for three to four leadheads on an upcoming episode. I don't know which one it'll be. But if you're interested in being on the show, and I mean you can actually do it, get in touch with me. Talkinglet@gmail.com. Just say I want to be on the show, and uh, we'll work out the specifics from there. I'm getting feedback from somebody. One of yeah, because if you uh, if you don't get a hold of them and let let them know that you want to come on, you're gonna wind up probably just listening to me drone on again. <laughs> well, you're like you're you're like always. Oh, you're gonna be like my official co-host now, man. I think we're gonna make that happen, but. Uh, yeah, I want to get, I want to, like I said, three to four of you lead heads. I want to do another show similar to what we did last time. We might do it live. Uh, we might just record it, but uh, it's just going to be a lead head centric show. And we're just going to, we're going to talk some cool stuff. So talkingleadgmail.com if you're interested in being on the, the show with old lefty. So I think that's it. I mean, that's our giveaways there. Uh, just real quick, we talked about how 
you go and you do these giveaways. Uh, the flashlight, we got one more of those to give away. Just uh, something in support of our law enforcement men and women. And it could be a selfie with uh, somebody you see out in public, one of the men and women, law enforcement men and women out in public. You go by the station, take a selfie. Uh, you might be next to a squad car or motorcycle or you might, uh, I mean, I don't know, just something to show your support for uh, our, mil- or not military, but our law enforcement men and women. Uh, and use the hashtag TL300 and hashtag ASP gear, okay, for that one. One more of those to give away. We've got two more of the Glock $75 gift cards to give away. Uh, I'll come up with what we're going to do on on the next giveaway for that. Uh, coming up, the again, the suppressor is still up, and you, you need to make your, your post on that, just something what freedom means to you. Uh, I've got rats tourniquets that I'm just giving out uh, to you leadheads. Uh, I've got a few more of the ladies. I don't have very many left. Uh, I think the last couple of people I haven't heard from you on the ladies. Actually, one. I haven't heard from one person on the letty yet. So, uh, And then Modern Spartan Systems. How would you, if you were to have a Modern Spartan Systems kit for all the cleaning solution and lubrication and that TVT engine oil additive, and I think Austin made a post on this already too. Uh, he put his big Jeep up that he's got, and he said he would use that TVT engine oil additive in his Jeep. So he just posted a picture of his Jeep uh, and said his Jeep could use the TVT engine oil additive. It's that simple. Just a picture of something that, uh, you would use your modern Spartan systems on. Okay. Uh, and then tag modern Spartan systems and use the hashtag modern Spartan systems and tag talking lead and use the hashtag TL 300. How easy is that? Abby. Super easy. How damn easy is that? I want to see you get involved with this, Abby. All right. I got to write down all these hashtags. You're it's easy. Just listen to the show. That's all you got to do. <laughs> you listen to, I tell you, I spoon feed you, but here's what I don't do. I don't post this on social media because the people that are on social media, some of them don't listen to the show. I want to reward our listeners. I mean, yeah, I could get a whole lot more participation if I did this stuff on Instagram and gave this stuff away on Instagram. I mean, but how fair is that to our listeners? It's not fair at all. I want to reward the listeners, people who are actually listening to our show, supporting the sponsors of our show, supporting the friends of our show, going and liking their social media, pushing and promoting them. That's what it's about. So... And that's the same thing with when I give these away. I don't contact you. I'm not going to hit you up on social media. I'm not going to hit you up and say, hey, you won. Where are you at? Although I might give a nudge if I know that you're a listener. I'll nudge you a little bit, but I'm not just going to come out and tell you. So, I mean, is that is that, is that a douche move on my part? Is that being an asshole? They're shaking their head no. This is radio, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely not. Okay. All right. Cool. It's my Can show. I- I'll run it how I want to. <laughs> I mean, I can give you lessons on how to be an asshole, so. <laughs> oh, I, I think I've got that down pat. Uh, ask to you. All right, guys, so that's it. Uh, more more to come. We'll have more details on the CP33 pistol that we're going to give away. Um, but it's going to be, you're going to have to really work for that. That's not just going to be a gimme. But uh, I'm going to have Keith Garcia on, I'm going to have Chad back on, and we'll make the announcement soon on how you're going to win that CP33. Uh, and then a quick update, the AK Corner. Uh, we took a month off. I'm going to take another month off. So it's not going to be back next month either. So we took July. What's after July? June, July, August. We're taking August off as well. But we are coming back with the Talking Lead AK Corner. And uh, it's going to be awesome. So uh, start gearing up for that. Get your ideas ready on people you want me to have on, topics you want us to cover. Uh, and you can email email those to me at talkinglead at gmail.com. 
Uh, but I've been talking with some some people that are very interested in being on, and I know you guys are gonna uh, you're gonna love it. So, am I forgetting anything, Nick? Um, no. Other than uh, just like you said, make sure we're checking in with the sponsors and that everyone's supporting the people who support this show, and then also checking out or great organizations that help your community and people in it, like Midwest Honor Flight or whatever it is in your area. Yeah. So, and you can go to the the main website, and I guess, and find the one in your area, right? Are there links to? Yep, that's correct. Okay. There's a big map. You can find the city oh. that's closest to you, and uh, find a way to support your local Honor Flight hubs. Honor Flight. Yeah, and you guys do more than just the flights, right? You do some. You do other things. Talk about we that. Couple, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we do a couple of fundraising events. Uh, like I said, we're all we're always fundraising, and this specific Honor Flight hub started as uh, as an Eagle Scout project by our president of our board. So he knew as a high schooler, this is how he wanted to give back to his community. Uh, we've got 12 people on our board. Five of us have served in the military in some capacity. We've got a couple uh, in law enforcement. We've got one gold star mother on our board. So we partner with wreaths across America and we lay wreaths at local veterans that have passed away. We put wreaths on their gravestones at Christmas time, um, honor them that way. But like I said, we're we're always doing a bunch of fundraising efforts with community partners all the way from Rapid City um, kind of to, you know, Laverne, Minnesota, Sioux Center, Iowa, into Nebraska. We've got a lot of community partners that, that help us get all these veterans to D.C. each year. Very cool. Check them out, honorflight.org. And then if you're in Abby's area, it's Midwest Honor Flight and that website. And you got a Facebook and all that. Give that out. Yep. Facebook, Midwest Honor Flight. Uh, that's how we keep all of our uh, community partners and guardians and veterans up to date. We've got a couple mailing lists that we'll do email blasts every so often. If you go on MidwestHonorFlight.org, uh, we have Instagram, Midwest Honor Flight. Um, we'll usually post on Snapchat and Instagram on flight day. We've got a couple media directors. We've got a lot of uh, DVDs and picture discs that we send out after our flights. And these are more good ways that our veterans get to remember those days. I was joking about the 22 minute movies that my kid watches before school. There's a lot of days. It's our honor <laughs> flight video. You know, he's looking for mom, but he's looking for, I've taken two great uncles on our flight, one from each side of my family. That was a pretty cool experience for more than just me and, and my great uncle, but it was pretty meaningful to our entire family on both sides. So just a lot of, Really neat ways to participate in, in what we've got going on. Yeah, and just to name a few things, uh, coming up August seventeenth, Sioux City, or Sioux Falls Air and Space Expo, uh, yep. South Dakota Air National Guard. Looks like a good time. Got the Barrel House Day of Giving, August twenty sixth, September seventh. Yep. Meet and greet open house in Rapid City. Uh, I saw some kind of wine something. Yeah. Oh, wine, August twenty fourth, wine, uh, wine gala. Guys, yep, that's down in Canton, South Dakota. Sounds like fun. Um, we, it's a good time. And then uh, our second annual hangar dance will be in November. Uh, Nick went to that with us last year. We had a really good time. Uh, we have the Beverly Bells come in from Colorado, and it's just straight up. You're in a old uh, air and space museum down in Sioux City, Iowa. And so it's got all sorts of military memorabilia. There's uh, propellers and all sorts of air. Giant propellers. radial engines. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really neat. Anyway, we have we clear a spot in the floor and we have uh, the Beverly Bells sing for us and get nice. everybody out and do some silent auction stuff and get them good and drunk and bid on stuff. 
Maybe. Hey, that's how it's done. I know that's that's yeah. how you get the money. So, I mean, there is alcohol available. Well, it is called a wine gala. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then usually in the winter, uh, we did this for the first time last year. We did a masquerade ball. So oh, we had about 70 or 80 tickets that we sold and had some dinner and dancing and had a really good time. Very cool. Yeah. Well, guys, check them out. Uh, again, it's Midwest Honor Flight on Facebook and uh, on their website. Very cool. Abby, thank you so much for taking the time to be on and sharing that information with us about your organization. Uh, really, really can't thank you enough for what you guys are doing. And, uh, I mean, this is this is awesome seeing everything that you guys have got going on here. Well, we really appreciate the, the chance to talk more about it. So thanks for the opportunity here. Well, thank Nick. He's the one who hooked us up. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Good old Dooley. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, and make sure you go and support those that support the Talking Lead podcast, X-Steel Targets, Ride-On Optics, Modern Spartan Systems, Glock, ASP, Gear, uh, Rats, Tourniquets, Keltec. Keltec Firearms, leaders in firearms innovation. There you go. They absolutely are. 1776 United, the official swag of Talking Lead. Um, we given away all those gift cards. Sorry, but, uh, you can still go there. They're always running great deals at 1776. You can get your, uh, classic talking lead t-shirts. You can get the lead head brigade t-shirt. You can get her patches. Hopefully those are all back in stock. If they're not, then inundate them with emails and messages and tell them to get that shit in because you want to buy it. Uh, and yep. then dip you, one, two, three, you go to dip one, two, three.com forward slash talking lead and uh, get your your talking Letty. Now it's not going to be the ones that you see on there because I think that lawsuit with Letty is there, and those are he still got the pictures of the old one. Uh, but we'll have some sort of cool, you know, something something for you. But uh, just um, go there, and you can get your Letties there. Uh, and I think that's I think that's everybody for right now. Oh, huh? The Safari Land Group. Oh yeah, I forgot Safari Land. Our good buddy Keith Garcia. And you guys have been have been swamping me with these, but I still have a ton left. Forty percent discount uh, at Safariland. I've got codes for those. So if you want a forty percent discount from Safariland, uh, shoot me an email, talkingled at gmail.com, uh, and I'll send you one. Uh, I think I sent like four or five of these out uh, just right before we got on. So uh, it's just a code that I send you, and you can plug it in. So very cool. Actually, I'm going to give one right now. I just want to see if somebody will use it uh, on the show. So the code is Keith, K-E-I-T-A-H, and then there's a dash, and there's a B, Bravo 7 Mike Papa, dash, 5 Charlie Zulu Zulu, dash, um, what the fuck's R? Romeo. Romeo, Sierra Sierra Delta, dash, Kilo Golf Kilo Romeo. That's the code. So first one, that's first come for, and these codes are only good one time, so, uh, Whoever gets to it first gets it. But I've got yep. I've got tons Two more. weeks from air day before I use it. <laughs> Dude, I can hook you. I've got plenty here. So you want one, tell me. I'll This is like just one stack. I've got like several stacks here. You can see how many I've got here. Keith hooked us sounds, up. It sounds better when they have to do it in a time frame. Oh, I know. I mean somebody will use that. I'm sure they will. If they try and it don't work, then just email me and I'll give you a code. I mean, it's, it's that simple. I'm easy. Amazing. So that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Again, support those that support the show. Uh, that's how we're able to bring it to you free each and every episode. Nick, Abby, 
Thank you so much for taking the time to be on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. But until then, as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. <laughs> Don't let him drown you out. He's got this habit. Take take two. I'll count you down. Do it on three. All right? One, two, three. And your firearms closer. <laughs> oh, three. One, two, three. And, and your firearms, firearms closer. closer. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>